to Chiara Prada, the podcast. This is the space for ambitious women that are spiritual, on a bigger mission. They want to get their voice out there into the world with purpose, making a whole lot of money while doing so and leading a business that not only nourishes your soul, but your bank account alike. I'm so excited to have you on here today. Welcome and have so much fun diving into these interesting guests, conversations that we are having, activating your next level of expansion in your mind, being and business. So let's go. Hello my love, welcome to the new episode of Chiara Prala, the podcast. <laughs> you can see like I've been sitting here for a while on my desk and my mind's getting to go, starting to go crazy, but I'm like, I'm loving every single part of it. <laughs> so welcome to this week's episode. I am so excited for this. I have recorded this uh, interview with Bath such a long time ago. It feels like almost an entire lifetime ago. It was the end of last year, so the end of 2021, when I was visiting my family in Germany. And to be honest, my life looked so different. My business and my life looked so, so different back then. Um, I'm not going to dive into the details here, but it is incredible for me to witness how many things can truly shift, like not just little things, but really, really big things can shift in such a little time. Um, and that is also the reason why, to be honest, I don't remember every single detail of the interview that you're about to listen. I remember that I really loved talking to her and we're talking about how you can use astrology and tarot on your personal development journey in a really empowering way, in a way of discovering yourself. And Beth is just... It, she is just a bright, so such a bright being. See, um, talking to her just feels so good and expansive and uplifting. So I'm really excited for you to tune in and learn more around how you can use your birth chart and use the cards to help you really dig deeper onto your your journey of discovering who you truly are, where your powers lie, where you you need to shine more light into you and maybe be more gentle with yourself. So I'm really excited for you to tune into this. And um, just one more thing because before I let you in on the episode, it's that there is a lot of things happening in my business right now. There is a many many new offers coming up so so soon and you will hear a little ad in the mid of the episode which is all around the new free masterclass that I will publish next week and I just want to give you a heads up on this because this masterclass will be a true game changer for you this is 
only free because I believe that every single one of you has deserves and needs to be deeply grounded and truly clear on what your vision looks like so that you can start moving with conviction and with certainty on your path of bringing this vision alive. So in this free masterclass, I'm going to really help you identify and refine what this vision truly looks like for you and then create a potent and really tangible action plan for you to bring this alive so that your clients cannot help but sign up with you because they feel your conviction, they feel your magic with every single fiber of their being. So Take a moment right now, go into the show notes, um, sign up for this free masterclass. And now I'll let you into this week's episode with Bath all around astrology and tarot. And as always, take a screenshot of this. Let me know how you love this episode. Give me feedback. Send me a message on Instagram, Kiara Prala, and I'll see you here next week. Well, hello, Beth. I'm so excited to have you on my podcast here today. Oh, uh, thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. Yay. <laughs> me too. Can you tell us what you're actually like? Who are you? What are you doing? Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. So hi guys, I'm Bethany. I am an astrologer, tarot reader, and mystic. And I guess, you know, what I'm here and what I'm doing is I'm bringing forward mystical tools in a really empowering way to help people connect deeper with themselves and to understand, accept, and love themselves through these different healing modalities. I love that. I'm so excited for this chat because like I'm all about like cars and I'm getting more into astrology. So I'm super excited to hear more from you. Um, But first of all, like if someone is like, what's astrology? Like, how can I use that in my life? How do the planets relate to my life? Can you tell us a little bit about the, the basics of your zone of genius? Yeah, 100%. So astrology essentially is the study of the impact that the movement of the celestial bodies have and the energy that then transfers from those movements that are felt on earth by us humans and by society and by the planet. I mean, you know, the water is, uh, the tides are controlled by the orbits of the moon. You know what I mean? Mm. So that we all have this beautiful innate connection to the stars. And so astrology is having a look at that. Um, there's so many different facets to it. You can study, you know, the astrology of, you know, people use astrology for events and for weather and all these sorts of things. But what I really specialize in and like to bring forward is um, particularly natal chart astrology. So mm-hmm. this is pulling the natal chart, which is casting, um, and having a look at where were all of the stars and planets at the moment that you were born, the moment that you entered this lifetime, because that natal chart can give us such a beautiful look at, it's kind of like our soul's map, you know, it tells yeah. us a lot about why we're here in this lifetime, why our soul chose to be here, our innate strengths and our lessons that we're here and how we can we can navigate all of those things. Yeah, I remember I like a couple of years back, I was still like, pretty much an atheist probably like I didn't believe anything that you Mm -hmm. couldn't prove I was studying physics um and then I read a an astrology like a how do you say like a horoscope that my mother made for me when I was born 
And I read that when I was like 20 something. And I was like, wow, like this is literally describing my character. And for me, that was such mm-hmm. a mind blown moment that you can actually like so many years back, you could already describe the personality that I, I am today. That was really incredible. Mm-hmm. But one thought, like one question that always came up was, I'm like, uh, how do you say like um, when the mother doesn't birth a child like naturally, you know, like when they cut the belly, I can't. I a cesarean? Yes, yeah, cesarean. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was always wondering, yeah. like, how does that work with astrology then? Like, because it's not naturally, if the child doesn't naturally come out, it's kind of like artificially placed on a certain, on a certain time. You know what I mean? Do you think that has any influence? Yeah, it is a weird thing to think about. I I know for me, like I I was six weeks early by cesarean, so mm-hmm. I was destined to be a uh, a mid season Capricorn. I'm a Sag, uh, but I guess I I go from the belief uh, there are no coincidences. So yeah. you know, I believe that our soul comes out when it needs to come out, and um, that's something that I've noticed. You know, for a lot of people, when having a look at the birth chart there can be major changes within a minute, 10 minutes of the birth time. But it's like you came through at that point for that reason. So I always am just like, there are no coincidences. You come out when you come out, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I totally believe that as well, for sure. Mm. So is there like a place in the natal chart or in the astrology that um, allows you to see your relationship to self? Because I know you focus a lot on self-love and acceptance, right? So is there mm. something in the natal chart that we can look at to, to learn more about our relationship to self? Yeah, 100%. There's a couple different um, really cool planets that you can have a look at um, because they look at different uh, different facets of ourself. So we can have a look at our sun sign, which is that star sign, you know, that we read in our horoscope scopes that's the sign the zodiac sign that the sun was in when we were born that tells us a lot about what lights us up and what brings us joy but we can also have a look to our moon sign that's where the moon was when we were born um and that tells us a lot about our inner self uh how do we need to be nurtured how do we need to be supported you know what does my more vulnerable more sensitive side look like um we can look to venus where the planet mm-hmm. Venus was when we were born, because that shows us how, what's my connection to love, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and how do I feel loved? How do I feel supported? And how do I feel beautiful and sexy? Mm-hmm. And those sorts of things come through with the Venus. Um, so, yeah, in terms of that connection to self, understanding what sign those planets are in can just help us understand that. And that's something that I reckon is such a misconception with astrology is that we're just our star sign, right? And because so many mm-hmm. people are like, oh, no, that's not me. But we actually, we can have, um, we could have a planet in every single zodiac sign. So there's all these different facets of ourselves. So it can be really cool when you start to dive deeper and you can start to realize, oh, yeah, like, you know, this thing does light me up. But, you know, when I'm by myself, when I'm processing my emotions, it is a completely different energy. And so having a look at those different placements really honors all those different parts of ourselves yeah and I can I and haven't done like I haven't uh like yeah I, I'm not really familiar with astrology so far but I can imagine it helps you a lot in accepting yourself right because like mm. in um I know when I learned I I did a training as a yoga psychotherapy uh, or mm. somatic therapy there's different names for it and there's different elements and they describe your psyche and I know that when I learned that I'm just a certain element and that's why I for example I like 
I'm very passionate about one thing. And then next week about another thing, I learned to accept that about myself, which like previously I was judging because I thought like, you can never stick with one thing. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and mm. do you see that in your clients as well? And when they learn about their different like planets and their, their natal chart that they learn to accept and embrace themselves more? Yeah, 100%. And that was totally my experience of astrology as well. Like working with my own birth chart really helped me come to a level of like self understanding that I hadn't really grasped before. I was able to understand and put these pieces together of like parts of myself that I'd always um, tried to make different. I'd always tried to fit myself into a certain box of, you know, what Mm. I thought exactly like you said, I'm very much, I'm the same. I'm like, I like, I have different interests and I love to, you know, some weeks I'm really active with certain things and then I want to rest it, you know, like I'm very, mm-hmm. um, my, my energy is very like cyclical. And I found that I was always trying to be like, oh, I can't finish anything. I can't be consistent. I can't show discipline. Whereas that's not where my strength is. My strength is actually in following my gut and following whatever interest takes it at that time. And that is my favorite thing that I'm able to do in my work. And it still amazes me every time that when I'm doing that reading, you can just see in someone there's that light bulb moment of like, oh my God, I've always struggled with that. And it's like, you don't have to anymore. This is you. This is your innate nature. Instead of fighting it and changing it, let's figure out. And that's what I like to do is I like to not just tell people about themselves. I like to kind of find ways that we can work with it. So it's like, okay, instead of trying to fight it and change it and make it other, let's embrace it. And let's find ways that we can utilize this to step more into my power, you know, of, of what, like what makes me, me. That is so beautiful. How did you meet (laughs) astrology? How did you start to work with astrology? Um, I, so I actually, I wasn't really um, connected with any form of mysticism growing up. I grew up in a very um, conservative religious household. So everything like this was just completely like, no, like not allowed to participate in, right? Like banned. Um, But I remember, and it's so funny, I don't remember a lot of like high school and stuff like that, but I have this one specific memory. I was on the bus and uh, one of my friends, her friend from like another school had like a, like a, just a trashy magazine and was like, oh, I'll read you guys like your star signs. What you, what's your star sign? And I just remember my ears just pricked up and I was like, what's that? Like, I never heard of it. I was like 15 at the time. I'd never heard wow. of it before. And I was like, what is that? And they're like, oh, like depending on your birthday, you know, like they can like give you some advice on like what's coming up for you. And I was like, that sounds amazing. Like I instantly was lit up. And then from there, you know, I didn't have a constant touch point of it again, you know, something that I wasn't really allowed to connect with, but whenever I would hear astrology, star sign, tarot, I'd be like, Oh, what's that? What's that? That sounds really interesting. And then, um, you know, COVID struck and I was stuck in my house for three months. My work shut down and I randomly saw, I had an astrology book on my desk that I don't even remember. I think it was a gift or something. I don't remember buying it. And I was like, oh, that could be cool. Like I'm not really doing much else. Um, and I fell so hard in love with it. And I devoted those. I said to myself, I have three months off. I am going hard. And every morning, every night I was studying and I just, I just felt like, oh, this is it. Like, this is my passion. This is what my soul wanted to remember to do. Yeah, I have goosebumps all over my body. I know, it was crazy. (laughs) It was so crazy. And I remember in that time, before I got that book, I was calling a friend, we worked together 
And I was like, I think I want to like, I was like, I just kept thinking about astrology because I kept having dreams about like, mm. I distinctly remember having a dream about giving readings. I'd never had a reading. I didn't even know what that looked like, but I had it. And again, it was like that soul remembrance. Like I just, I must've done this before. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, it was just this like real soul calling. And then, um, and then, yeah, that was, that was it basically. <laughs> it's been two years now and it's just been the most, yeah, transformative time ever. Wow. Yeah. You already mm. seem so grounded in that topic. It's beautiful to see that. <laughs> so if you're like, because you also, I know that tarot and astrology are kind of like working hand in hand, right? Um, mm -hmm. So yeah. how can you, like, how are you helping your clients with like self-love and acceptance and embracing their, their, their unique self through tarot? Totally. So I love the cards. I've always felt, again, it's some, one of those things that I always look at. I know you said like you have that love for the cards as well. Yeah. Um, I think there's some kind of special magic when, and when you find the right deck, I don't know if you've yeah. had that experience too. Like every yeah. deck has a different energy. Yeah. Um, and so for me, how I like to use it with clients rather than using it as a tool for forecasting and predicting and being like, you know, this is going to happen. You know, um, I've had readings before where they're like, don't talk to this person. This person's going to come into your life. And it's, you know, it is helpful, but I've never really known. It's kind of like. I feel like it takes away my power because it's like, mm -hmm. oh, I, I just, I just kind of have to do what I've been told. Yeah. Um, so what I like to do is guide people to use in the tarot because I, I read for people, but I also teach people how to use it themselves. And what I love to use it as a tool for introspection and mm. as a way to connect with our intuition. It's also, it's such a great tool if you're starting on that journey of like connecting with your intuition, because I find like just pulling that card and just observing and seeing what yeah. messages come through, not picking up the guidebook straight away, but just sitting and just seeing, you know, what energy does this give? What do I think this person's doing? Like, what do I think the message is? I find it such a great, like, um, like door opener for our, for our intuition. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I love it as a way to, you know, invite my clients to, you know, ask like, you know, what energy is coming up for me? Where am mm -hmm. I being asked to hold my boundaries? You know, those mm -hmm. sorts of questions rather than like, what do I do? Is this right or wrong? Instead yeah. then asking, how can I show up? How can I be in my integrity? How can I mm. be in like real honor of myself? Um, mm. And that's how I found it to be the most potent tool. And because I mean, like, I'm just a person. I'm not here to tell anyone what to do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> I am not yeah. going to pull cards and tell someone you should break up with your boyfriend and quit your job. Like, no, 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 no. That's not my business. It's like yeah. I'm here to direct people to, to finding that knowing on their own, you know, to finding yeah. that deeper connection with self how do I you like that, to use them yeah I think uh, very much the same way so I usually like whenever for example also before a call I just like draw a message just to to see what comes up I'm in love with my oracle deck right now it's from uh San Soleil and it's called child of the universe it's like golden and white it's so beautiful so I'm very much in love with that deck are you still here you're your picture froze.
Hello, my love. Allow me to interrupt this episode very quickly because I have a really important message for you and I have created a gift for you and I really want you to hear it. I want you to know that your business gets to feel feather light. It gets to feel spacious and you get to make sales on a daily basis of a place of deep empowerment, of being deeply rooted in your truth, of being deeply rooted in your love and in your integrity. Your social media gets to be a place of joyfulness, of spaciousness, of being lit on. You get to show up in your true essence and this is where your people will move. This is where they will buy into your programs without any questions at all. And this can be your reality. This is supposed to be your reality. And I have found that the shift that you need to make to tap into this new timeline of boundless expansion and abundance is to be deeply grounded in your essence and liberating your mind and being from anything that is shading off this essence. And this is why I've created a gift for you. It is called Deactivation and it is a 90-minute immersive experience to gain deep clarity on what your soul's purpose really is and I'll help you take the next steps with bold confidence in bringing your soul's mission alive. So I invite you to pause this episode right here, go into the show notes, sign up for the activation and then come back here into this episode. I see you, I love you, I honor you and I am so excited to see you in the activation and now I'll let you go back into this week's episode. Bye bye. Yes, hello. <laughs> hello. So Mercury retrograde. Hey, Mercury retrograde. Is, is it, it in retrograde? Yeah, like three days ago it started. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was thinking that the 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 past few days because there were was a lot of electrical stuff going wrong. Um yeah. Yeah, so I was just sharing with you about my new favorite deck, which is the child of the mm. universe. It's a uh, like an oracle deck. It's so beautiful. It's oh, um, so stunning. Yeah, I can tag it in the in the show notes afterwards. Um, and I really like I Please. just pull a note, um, like I pull a card before the before a call or a lot of times also just in the morning and just ask myself, like, what is the message that I have to receive right now? Um, I also don't like to use mm. it in a way that to like forecast, because I think like, mm. I don't know, it takes away the, the the pleasure of the human experience as well, I think, because then you're like expecting something and through that expectancy, you are creating the outcome as well, but also you're influencing it. So mm. I don't really like to mess with the future too much. 
but um just to ask like what is coming through right now or like where do i need to focus on or where is my where do i lack and like where do i have a lack of energy or where do i like what's the message i just have to receive and to be honest it's so accurate every single time like i've been doing this for mm-hmm. years now but every time i'm so blown away by how on point the messages always are totally like I feel like it's something the novelty will never wear off for me I am always like literally even yesterday I had a couple readings and I did cards at the end and I still every time I pulled the cards um because I like to uh, I incorporate them with the astrology so I'll do the astrology reading and then we'll finish up with the tarot and it always 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 is on point with what we've talked about for the session. And just every time I pull it, I still get giddy. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Like it's because it is. It's just, it's, it, and I like it because it's such a, for me, you know, I like something tangible. And so for me, it's a really tangible connection to my intuition and my guides because it's like, it's a physical message in a card. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's very, yeah. very satisfying for me. I think so too, especially like I'm a person that, Like I like analyzing stuff and I like to use my thoughts a lot. And oftentimes when you're, especially when you're getting started to listen to your own intuition, you're like, was this really the intuition or is it just my ego faking my intuition? You know, like I've been in these thought cycles a lot of times. And when you have the cards, there's like, you can't misinterpret it. Like there's a card, you have a message on it and you just have it in your hands. 100%. And I feel like as well, like that's literally what I was thinking of as well. Cause for me, you know, that, um, that kind of, uh, like activates my, like my wounded masculine a bit that wants to be right. You know, mm. I want to be told yes or no. I want to, I want to be applauded and commended for getting it right. And so for me, there is that wound whenever I, when I started connecting with my intuition, when I would just say things and I'd be like, is that right? I don't know. Like I was so cautious to share my message. Whereas now, I mean, the cards, I, I don't really super, I still look at them, but I don't often refer to the meanings. It's for me, it's a, it's a channel, you know, it's a way it opens up a channel. So I look at the card and then I'm just channeling my intuition. And it just gives me like that little bit of sense of safety, I guess, to express what is innately there. But, um, there is that, you know, there's always that wound of expressing self and expressing our intuition, you know? Yeah, for sure. Do you have some card spreads to like, if someone's struggling with self-accepting or self-esteem, can you recommend some spreads? Yeah, 100%. My favorite one, um, that there's a couple. There's I'll, I'll share two, two of my favorites. Um, I, I'm a big fan of just three-card spreads. I don't, yeah. you know, like there's, you know, the Celtic Cross, which has like 10 or 12 cards. Like there's there's bigger ones, but I love just like a three-card. I feel like it's nice and concise and great if you're starting off because it's um, – it's, uh, the other ones you can like overcomplicate it really easily. Yeah. So um, I love pulling when it comes to, you know, asking the cards – um, when it comes to myself, where am I seeking acceptance in my mind, my body, and my soul? Mm. So, I love so one card, card for each. each of- mm. Mm, yeah, that's really powerful because so often I think um, we just try and put all of ourselves into a box, you know what I mean, of like, oh, I'm feeling low, so I just need more energy, whereas it might actually be that my soul is seeking, you know, fun and expansion, whereas my body actually needs rest. You know, mm. so it's my soul that's restless, but it's my body that actually is burnt out. So it can help us understand that deeper level of my energy systems. 
Yeah. Um, you can also pull, I've pulled a card for like each chakra before as well, like seven cards. Mm. So just pulling, you know, is there anything that my chakra system, my energy system would like to tell me? And sometimes, you know, um, there's there's cards where it's like okay my sacral chakra and my crown they're they're feeling overworked let's put some love into that um so that can be another great one as well but I also love this is my I use this as like my monthly kind of check-in spread um it's three cards so the first card being um what am I being asked to connect with at this Mm -hmm. time and be open to the next card where am I being asked to hold my boundaries And then last card, what's my mantra? So I love asking for like a mantra, you know, what's my pillar? What's my strength at the moment? Um, That's really cool because then I'll usually take a photo of that and like make that my wallpaper for the month. And so Mm. I'm just like, yes, vibing that, you know, because that can also help us get that deeper understanding of like, okay, I'm being asked to step into, maybe it's a war, maybe it's a cups card. I'm being asked to step into my vulnerability. Um, yeah. I'm being asked to have, you know, maybe it's a swords card for the mind, uh, for that, like that boundary. I need to have boundaries with my mind, with my overthinking. I need to mm. up my mental health care. Right. Mm. Um, and then that mantra is just like, I'm a bad bitch. I've got this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, that this is so amazing. Like, this is really helpful. I think I'm going to do a spread afterwards. I just got a new tarot deck as well uh, from the same brand as the Oracle deck. I haven't oh. worked with them yet, but I'm really excited because the cards are just so pretty. <laughs> I love, um, I love getting a new tarot deck. You can also do, yeah. um, have you ever done like a, a new deck interview? Like you can kind of like interview your new deck. I have never done that. So it's like a type of, it's a type of spread that you can do when you first work with the deck. So, you know, you give it a really good shuffle, a really good kind of like cleanse because it, it cleanses through shuffling. Um, and then I love to ask the cards. I pull a card for um, what is the energy that this deck is bringing to me? Wow. Um, you know, what are my lessons going to be working with this deck? And what is, um, what energy is going to evolve as we work together it just can be really cool to understand because like we were saying each deck has a really different energy um I like to do that just for something fun when I get a new a new tarot deck <laughs> I love that I think I have to go back to the episode right away where we stop and just like do all the spreads <laughs> with my new deck yeah. it's amazing there'll be like um, 20 cards all around me. <laughs> yeah, like my whole house it's so messed up anyway because mm-hmm. I'm going back to Argentina tomorrow and like everything is spread out but I will just like focus on the tarot <laughs> um, yeah you got a ground before you can go <laughs> right yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, one thing that I was wondering I think it's really interesting to see like patterns in our society nowadays so do you see something that comes up over and over again with your clients in relationship to not accepting or really embracing themselves do you see like there is a common thread that keeps them from fully loving who they are yeah totally it can it can really vary on like the astrology of the moment, you know, Mm. um, that natal chart that I was talking about, which shows us a lot about, you know, why our souls come here. That's our chart for our whole lifetime. Whereas the planets keep moving, you know, so Mm. every, every day, every month, the planets are completely shifting and I find different themes can come up depending on, on what's happening astrologically. So, you know, at the moment I've been talking to a lot of people about, um, sharing 
their um their innermost their feelings and their truth and their mm. desire and this feeling of unsafety when it comes to expressing self is coming up quite a bit and I feel like a lot of that comes from you know um we're definitely in a time where people are awakening more spiritually and and connecting more with their intuition but with that comes the realization that one we've actually always had this connection to our Mm. intuition and two at some point in our life we were told we couldn't express it and we we pushed it down right we repressed it and so that is a really common theme at the moment is the more people are digging into their intuitive nature they're realizing that oh hey maybe I'm not safe because that's what was taught onto us yeah. Um, so yeah, really teaching safety in expressing self. Uh, my favorite way to work through that is, um, you know, creating sacred space and sacred rituals for ourselves mm. to be free and creative, whether that be through dance, through song, through creativity, through tarot, crystals. Um, but I find that the more that we can learn to show up for ourselves, in and devote time to me and what makes me feel good and what makes me feel lit up we're able to like it's like we just get that direct telephone line to our heart and we're like hey you're all good you're safe see you're safe I'm showing up I'm showing you the way and then it 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 just helps to soften those barriers when it comes to then letting other people in to that that heart space that is so beautiful again So how can, <laughs> I was just like, think, hoping that you'd keep talking. I was like, yeah, I like that. I mean, look, I can keep talking. I have a Gemini rising sign. I can talk until I'm blue in the actual face. <laughs> <laughs> well, then tell us how are like, how are you actually helping your clients get through this then? So when they have that, so they want to connect to their intuition. They want to change their lives, be more authentic, be more integrity with themselves. What is it? Because I know that you also, um, like you don't only read the, the the chart, but you also do like coaching on the side, right? Um, like hand together. And um, like, what is it that, what are the practices you're teaching? Yeah, totally. So yeah, I do. Um, I hold uh, three month coaching containers that um, teach people astrology, but through embodiment. So not just learning the, um, the facts and the logic behind astrology, but actually understanding how, we live it, you know, how mm. we live our sun sign and our moon sign and Venus and all these sorts of things. Um, and it really varies. I mean, my favorite things that I've been working with people with is like, um, especially when connecting with intuition and building that safety, um, daily card pulls is something that can seem so small, but just in, in the morning or the evening, I feel like we need to drop that it always has to be in the morning, you know, for yeah. some people it's nighttime, for some people yeah. it's after lunch, right? Um, I know for me, my after lunch time is my practice time because that's when I feel real zen because I'm nice mm-hmm. and full. <laughs> and just holding space to just ask, you know, is there anything I need to hear today? And having a look at a tarot card and not looking at the guidebook, but just sitting and just taking a moment to just be open to receiving like what my intuition could possibly share with me. I feel like like that's something that I know in this this latest round that I've done, um, that is where people really excelled and really felt that transformation with their intuition mm-hmm. because just by by showing up most days, doesn't have to be every day, you know, there's, there's some weeks where we can do it every single day, but there's some weeks where we can maybe only find time to sit down two times, three times. And that's okay. You know, we yeah. all live busy lives. Um, 
but just finding that time to show up with your intuition and just give it a moment to like flex its muscles and just have a, have a crack at it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm also a big, I love obviously meditation, um, like meditating with crystals. I find really powerful just to be able to, again, take the meaning of what is this crystal supposed to do for me and just observing what am I actually feeling? you know, mm. for, cause it's also personal, you know, for some people, amethyst is like really calming and really soothing for me. It's super activating. Like I can't have amethyst near my bed cause I'll have crazy dreams. I won't sleep. <laughs> um, so it's just about holding space for people to just kind of sit and be with these different practices and just, um, get to know how it feels in their body. You know, mm-hmm. when I'm feeling connected to my intuition, is it an activation of my third eye, which everyone, you know, would, would assume with the intuition, but for some people it's their heart. For some people it's for me, it's my solar plexus. That's mm-hmm. when I feel like I'm really in line with my intuition is my gut. Um, so it's just holding space for people to, um, just connect with bringing it back to our bodies and not like kind of overthinking. Um, yeah. I hope I've answered that correctly. <laughs> yeah, there's no correct answer. I don't remember the question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's I, I ask you how you're helping your clients connect back basically like to their uh, self-love. Okay. And so you definitely answer that. So yeah. how can people find you? Yeah, so I am on Insta. It's at Bethany Marple with an underscore. Um, yeah, I am on there. I do like, you know astrology lives where I talk about the astrology for the week ahead. I'm always doing carpools and stuff like that. Um, and then I've also got, yeah, um, I do readings and I do the, the coaching as well. If you are wanting to learn how to bring the astrology into your everyday life. I'm definitely going to tag everything in the show notes below. And I'm so happy for you to have been here today and to share this with my audience. So thank you very much, Beth, for everything. And I know we're going to talk soon. (laughs) Yes, we will. Thank you so much. And just, yeah, thank you for, you know, the beautiful container that you hold and the energy that you bring. This is just amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. my love that was quite a ride my heart is so full thank you for being with me here today and if you loved what you heard it would mean the world to me if you would take a screenshot share it to your socials tag me at Chiara Prala and leave me a little review here on the app so that the algorithm can pump us up and more souls can receive this activating message Thank you again for sharing this space with me and I'll see you back here next week.